What about Derek Carr? He start worthy this week? Yes, I think he is a start worthy this week. I disagree. Do you really? Terrell Suggs could kick the shit out of Indomitian Sue. Hmm. I think I'm going to go true. I think I'm going to go true also. But I'll say this, man. That would be a hell of a pay-per-view event. If these two guys want to make it big, F the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, man. That's, that's a fight right there I would pay you to see. You want to do a challenge on Derek Carpenter QB1 this week, do you? No. Okay. Well, you are, I'll challenge you. You think he's going to be one? No, I don't think he's going to be QB1. Hell no. I didn't say that either. I, got, I thought you said that. No. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Week 13, final week, most likely, of the fantasy football regular season. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. It is a lot. It's a big week for a lot of teams. Unfortunately, it's not a big week for me because I already pretty much cleansed all first place or second place in all the leagues. Same here, man, and a lot of them. Still waiting on Dynasty to come through, though, for me. But, uh, man, I want to kick things off before we hit the preview. I want to kick things off real quick with the hot take I got heading into week 13. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot takes. Hot, 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 hot. And this is something I was meaning to get to when we did the uh, recap show of week 12. Paxton Lynch. Crying like a bitch. So my hot take, man, is Paxton Lynch is not a football player, man. Have you ever seen a guy, I mean, granted it's a quarterback, but have you ever seen a guy in the NFL just cry like that, man, after being pulled in the third quarter when his team wasn't doing dick? I mean, he just looked like a giant pussy to me, man. What were your thoughts on that? I thought he got pulled because he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, but he was crying like a bitch, man. Who the hell does that on the sideline? I guess he does. I don't know. Quarterback's supposed to set the tone for the team, supposed to be a leader. And he's just sitting there pouting like a little Nancy, man. I would not want that dude to be my quarterback, I'm just saying. How would you feel if the Dolphins quarterback did that? Although I'm sure you're used to that with Ryan Tannehill and some of these other, but I guess he was the word fags. These little fag quarterbacks you got there in Miami. I, I bet you they'd, if they're going to fight with Brady, they kick his ass. <laughs> I don't know, man. Brady's pretty damn competitive, man. I'm not so sure about that. I'm pretty sure in a fight, I'll take, a, I'll take a Tannehill. Yeah, I'll take color. I, I definitely take color. Funny we're talking about fighting right now because that's actually somewhere to get to later as well. Dick of the week. How about Dick of the decade, man? Ben McAdoo benched or, or benches will bench Eli Manning in favor of Geno Smith. Does this make any sense to you? No, I'm I'm why he would even think of doing that. The fans in New York, I'm glad that they're livid. Fu- yeah, pissed off, dude. They're firing back at him. McAdoo needs to go. He needs to go before Sunday. It won't happen because the Myers are, I guess, loyal to a fault, but not to Eli in this case. And that would, if I were them, I would side with Eli in this one, man, because it's not like the Giants are going anywhere. We already, you already know what you have in Geno Smith. What the hell's the point, man? Ben McAdoo, you are such a dick. Let Eli finish his career starting. He, they should have did that and just let him go somewhere else. They should have traded him to Jacksonville earlier this year. Or Arizona, even. Do you think Eli's a Giant next year? No, I think he wants, after this, I don't think he wants to play there. 
You can see he was he he was not too happy. It looked like he wanted to cry in his interview. Yeah, he was bordering Paxton Lynch. That's the most emotion there. I ever saw from him. I know him and Cutler, man, they got some effed up faces, don't they? Yeah, with their they emotions, relaxed and chilled. Yeah, I think he most likely stays with the Giants, but I, I would like to see him go to Jacksonville. I think that would be a hell of a team. That'd be a better team, I think, than the Super Bowl teams he was a part of with the Giants. I'd like to see it. Well, those two Super Bowl teams, they won. Yeah. Would they beat again? Not once, but twice? Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Patriots. NFL News. All right, so the NFL News this week. Josh Gordon finally makes his return to the NFL in week 13. Jeff, do you have any expectations for Josh Brown this week? Um, Jordan, uh, Josh, Josh Gordon, Gordon, I'm sorry. <laughs> Josh um, Brown. I think some I was people talking are, about Giants, my bad. No, I think some people are going to take a risk and start him, but I'd, I'd hold off one week just to see what he can do. But they said he's going to start, so he's a talented guy. But, you know, it has been over a couple of years since he's played. I'm throwing him out there, man. I'll tell you why. Have you ever played football high? No. All right, well, back in high school, I never actually played a game high, but I've definitely gone to my fair share of practices under the influence of marijuana. And I know marijuana affects different people in different ways. For me, it doesn't help, man. I was sluggish as stuff, and man, I was just, I don't know. I, I could never, ever perform under the influence of marijuana. And somehow, Josh Gordon's able to do that. And now that he's got a straight head, he's already beat his 40 time from the combine just uh, within the last month. I'm intrigued, man. Hugh Jackson wants to feed him the ball. They have nothing to play for. See what you got. I think they're going to target the hell out of him. I'm going to roll the dice on him, man. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to wait a week. I picked him up in one league, but I'll wait a week. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if he'll get a starting lineup. It might not anyways, but got to block other teams. Yeah, if you're if you're bordering on a playoff spot, though, and you need like a big win. Oh, he's huge upside. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Another guy with huge he upside. That char- he is playing that Charger defense, though, and they're pretty nasty, that front four. Yeah, they are. They've been good. Uh, another guy making his debut this this week is Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers going against the Chicago Bears. What do you think about that one? I think uh, I saw you pick him up. I think he might be a a good flyer ad just to see what he can do because he definitely has some good matchups coming up. Yeah, he does. Other news around the league. LaShawn McCoy is questionable for Sunday's game against the Patriots. Limited in practice I on think he Thursday, plays. yesterday. I think he probably plays too. Jordan Reed was out of Thursday night's game, and Dallas' that offense actually showed up a little bit in this one. Jason Wynn caught a touchdown, but we'll, re- we'll recap that on Monday. Greg Olson is expected to play this week, and something that kind of flew under the weight- radar this past week is uh, Martellus Bennett has officially been placed on injury reserve, thus ending the 20s, his 2017 and season. And McFadden retired. Yes, and Darren McFadden retired, which I'm not surprised. He's been practicing, getting no game time. He's, he's like, I'm done. Why am I doing all that work for no reason? Hey, he's like, F this. I wouldn't want to be doing that either, man. Mm-mm. Getting that paycheck still, though. Yeah, he is. True or false? True or false? Jimmy Garoppolo will finish as a top 12 quarterback this week. False. Mm. I'm going to say true. I think he finishes at number 12. True or false? Case Keenum will outscore Drew Brees. False. I'm going true. I think Case Keenum outscores Drew Brees this week. Kenyon Drake will go over 12 fantasy points this week. True. I agree. True. McDonald's is better than Burger King. 
depending on your mode. I like the Burger King's <laughs> uh, French toast sticks in the morning, but a double cheeseburger after drinking all night is pretty good from McDonald's. Dunkin' Donuts has better coffee than Starbucks. True yes. or false? True. You're going true. You're like a VIP member over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Terrell Suggs could kick the shit out of Indomitian Sue. Hmm. I think I'm going to go true on that. I think I'm going to go true. I think I'm going to go true also. I'll I'll say this, man. That would be a hell of a pay-per-view event. If these two guys want to make it big, F the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, man. That's that's a fight right there I would pay to see. Yeah. They could charge a hundred bucks pay-per-view, man, just to go toe-to-toe. I would would pay to watch that. A lot of people would. Oh, that'd be a hell of a fight. You know what would even be better? How about a steel cage match? You throw in like a Royal Rumble type style. I mean, you got Terrell Suggs, you got Endomican Sue, throw James Harrison's big ass out there, maybe JJ Watt. Yeah, that'd be a good little rumble. That'd be nice. All right, moving on. Kelvin Benjamin, if he plays, will be a top 20 wide receiver this week. False. I agree. I don't expect him to play. This will be Alvin Kamara's worst game since Adrian Peterson was traded. False. I'm going true. He had a game a couple weeks ago with only 19 points. Yeah, the Carolina's defense, I think they're going to zone in on, on that run game. Seahawks running back Mike Davis will lead the Seahawks in rushing this week. False. Who you got leading, leading in rushing? Probably Russell Wilson. Yeah, I was wondering that too. But I think Mike Davis, I think it's true. I think he's going to lead the team in rushing. Ben Roethlisberger will throw for three, three or more touchdown passes this week. False. Agreed. Leonard Fournette's Leonard, Leonard Fournette will rush over 100 yards and a touchdown this week. False. I'm going true. It's a hell I, like of a matchup. The, I hope he does. Hell of a matchup. Carson Wentz will have more fantasy points than Tom Brady this week. False. I agree. Josh Gordon will lead the Browns in receiving yardage and receptions this week. False. I'm going true. Who are you going, Coleman? Corey Coleman might beat him on catches. Yeah, he could. Because Josh Gordon could do like a, a four for 120, and Coleman could do six for 60. True. Evan Ingram will finish with more than 10 fantasy points this week. The tricky one with Geno Smith. Man. Could go one of two true. ways. I'm going to say true. I think he finishes 11. Yeah, I'm going to go true in PPR. Yep. Larry Fitzgerald scores a touchdown this week. False. Agreed. Ricky, your boy Salsa Jones, scores a touchdown this week. I'm going to have to say true. He's got two in a row. I'm going false on that one. <laughs> All right, man. It's that time. Fantasy Preview. Start them and set them. Detroit Lions at Baltimore Ravens. Ravens plus three in this one. Marvin Jones coming off a big game on Thanksgiving. Golden Tate, a little disappointing there for you. Jeff, what do you like in this game for the Lions? I think Tate has a bounce back game, and I think uh, Jimmy Smith will be covering Marvin this week. You like Tate over uh, Marvin Jones this week? I do think Tate has a better performance than he did last week. Who do you think leads the receivers there for Detroit? Yeah, I'm going to go Tate this week. Man, I think Tate's got him on receptions and yardage this week. I think Jones does find the end zone on this one. Theoretic, Amir Abdullah, anybody who hit on there, Eric Ebron, any of these guys, any value this week? No, I know a lot of people are worried about Stafford, but if he's your quarterback, don't get cute, just play him. I know the Ravens don't really let anybody 
the Ravens have been the best holding quarterbacks down this year, but I have Stafford in the league and I'm still playing him. I think Stafford's going to have a very similar game line to what he had against Minnesota. I could see like 270, two touchdowns, some right around there. Amir Abdullah, Theodore Riddick, I don't play him at all in this game. Baltimore's defense has been pretty solid. On the Ravens side of the ball, man, I am so pissed off at Joe Flacco. I am so done with that mf -er, man. Him and Jeremy Macklin both, they both have just let me down the last few weeks. They had great matchups. Couldn't do dick with it, man. Yeah, the only people I play on their team is Alex Collins and uh, the Ravens defense. I agree. You can't play anybody else. Can't. Not even as a daily flyer, man. They're just That offense is just so bad. What a, what a friggin' mistake that was to give Flacco that kind of money, man. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. I don't know what's worse, that contract or the Tannehill contract. I'd still say the Flacco one's worse. No, <laughs> Flacco's at a Super Bowl. Oh, he got the contract after the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. Oh. Who I'm you got in this I'm game, Jeff? Take, It's in Baltimore? No, it's in Detroit. It's in Baltimore. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take Detroit minus the th uh, plus three. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit minus three. No, you said the Ravens are favored. Yeah, I screwed up, man. The Ravens are actually home underdogs. Ravens plus oh. three. My bad. Detroit minus three. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to take Baltimore minus three. Plus three? Or plus three, yeah. Yeah, I'm my sorry. bad. I screwed the whole lineup, you man. You messed me all up. <laughs> I know. I'm, take, I'm taking Detroit minus three in this one. I don't think Baltimore has any offense uh, to get it going. This offense is worse than the Trent Dilfer Ravens offense back in 2000. I don't think they can hang with Stafford. All right, moving on to the San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears. 49ers plus three in this one. Chicago Bears, favorites at home against Jimmy G. So, Jimmy G starts, man. What do you think about Marquise Goodwin, George Kittle? So, who's wait. Who's favored? San Fran's favorite plus three? No, Chicago's favorite at home, minus three. Oh, wow. San Fran plus I'm three. Have, oh, wow. I think I'm going to pick San Fran again for another win. I picked them on another win. I'm going to take this their second win of the year. But I'm going to go... Uh, I don't know to be to be hard because we haven't seen any script or Garoppolo, but Goodwin's a deep threat, so that could help. Mm -hmm. I think I think Hyde's gonna be good because he's the kind of backs he's been playing with in New England checkdown style that Hyde's really good at, so that could help. And he likes I, tight ends, so but you just have to wait and see. Like it's hard to I, it's hard to play any of those guys. The only person I'm playing from San Fran is really this week is Hyde. I agree. I, I like Hyde a lot this week. I think he's going to be a great PPR play at running back. I think he's. I bet. I bet High gets at least six catches for fifty yards in this one. Yeah, that's just pretty much a standard now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it is. I think Marquise Goodwin is worth a shot in daily. George Kittle, I think, is worth a shot in daily. Garoppolo does target the tight end a lot. I could see Kittle if he plays. If Kittle plays, I think he could be a, a decent flyer there. Chicago side of the ball, I, I think Jordan Howard's going to kill it. I think he's going to have a huge day this week. I think Trubitsky, I think he's going to have a good day this week too, man. 250, I think Inman, two touchdowns. Inman's a good flyer this week too. He uh, did another solid week last week. I agree. He's I think getting the targets, 10 targets a game now. Yeah, I think Inman uh, scores a touchdown. I think Shaheen gets the other one. I think Trubisky throws two touchdowns in this game. And I think the Bears are going to take this one at home. I think they're going to win a close one, man. I think they're going to win by... A field goal. I think it's gonna be a push, man. I think I'm thinking I'm just gonna take the Bears to win straight up in this one. I'm gonna take uh, San Fran with the plus three. Yeah, man. If it was a home game, I think I would. Uh, I would do that. If it was three and a half points, I would take that for San Fran. I just think it's gonna be a field goal game difference. So you're gonna go to the Bears. I'm going the Bears, and yep. I go San Fran. So it could just be a, a push. 
Yeah. Wait, why would you go the Bears if they're if they're favored by three? That means. And if oh no, I say I'm taking I'm taking the Bears straight up to win straight up. I'm not taking the points. Well, it's the Bears are favored by three, so it's either you take the Bears minus three or you take San Fran. If I take San Fran plus the three, though, then that's a push. If you take the Bears minus three, and it's a and they win by field goal, it's a push. It's a yeah, it's a push also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they win straight up, and I think they cover. All right, Minnesota Vikings, three point underdogs on the road, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Who do you like better in this one from Minnesota, Jarek McKinnon? Or Latavius Murray? I do think this is going to be a McKinnon game. I agree. I agree. They have a good front uh, front line, This uh, the the Falcons do. Yep. As well as uh, I think McKinnon is going to outscore him. I've been right in the past couple of weeks saying Lat Murray, so I'm going to go McKinnon this week. I think McKinnon outscores him by four or five points in PPR. I agree. I got a uh, bold prediction for Jared McKinnon this week. I think he's going to finish as a top 10 PPR running back this week in this game. Murray could find the end zone if they're getting close. Case Keenum or Matt Ryan this week for you? Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan's actually going to play well again. They're playing really well. I think Julio's going to have a big week again. Okay. Challenge flag. I challenge you that Case Keenum has more fantasy points this week than Matt Ryan. I'll take that. Uh, Matt challenge Ryan's at home, correct? Accept it. Yeah, Matt Ryan's at I'll home. I'll take that challenge. What about uh, Tevin Coleman, man? Do you think he keeps it going this week? I know Freeman's roll. coming back, so I'm worried about that. I do think Freeman takes a starting job back. You think Freeman takes a starting job back? He's been shitty all year. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. He's their starter. Okay. More fantasy points this week. Devontae Freeman or Tevin Coleman? Freeman. Yeah, I agree. That Minnesota front seven. Coleman's not going to be much of a factor in this one, I don't think. Let's go back to Atlanta real quick. Let's get on the receivers. You mentioned Julio Jones. He had a huge week last week against Tampa. What do you think Julio goes for this week? I think he goes for over 100 and a TD. Yeah, he could. So uh, what about Sanu? Where do you got him at? Think he's going to have a decent game this week? Yeah, I get Sanu around 12, 14 points in between there. I don't think he throws a touchdown again. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice if he did. He dropped that dime in there though. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did, man. It was 53 yards, was it? Was that touchdown? Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, man, I'm kind of right there with you. I don't think Julio quite gets over 100. Uh, history kind of shows that he falls off a little bit after a big performance like that when he goes over 200. But uh, I think he's going to be close to that, to that stat line. And back to the Vikings real quick. Kyle Rudolph had two touchdowns last week on Thanksgiving. Kyle Rudolph, does he score a touchdown this week? No. I like this. I like the linebackers a lot better in uh, Atlanta than I did yeah. in uh, Detroit. Yeah, I don't think he scores either. What about uh, Adam Thielen or Stephon Diggs this week? Who leads the receivers for the Adam Vikings? Thielen? Because I think I um, they're going to shadow uh, Diggs more. Over under sixteen points for Thielen this week. I have him at uh, eighteen. I agree. I'm taking the overall. So Diggs, does he find the end zone? Diggs, he gets a lot more targets in the end zone, I feel, than Thielen does. But uh, I'm going to say Diggs does find the end zone, but Thielen doesn't. I agree with you. I'm taking Diggs to find the end zone as well. But I think Thielen outscores him. Oh, and PPR, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I have I have Thielen going nine for 90. So that's, uh, yeah, 18 points. So that was same as you. You got Amy to 18, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. All right, who do you got in this game, man? Who are you taking? 
I am going to take the Falcons. What's the spread? Atlanta's favored by three. I'm going to take Atlanta minus three. I'm taking the Vikings plus three. I think it's going to be a close game. Good luck. Yeah, that defense, man. I don't know. I still don't trust Matt Ryan. All right, going on to the Patriots at the Bills. Patriots, nine-point favorites on the road. Tom Brady's been dealing with that uh, Achilles injury the last week and a half, two weeks. Missed practice again a couple days this week. Or one day he missed practice, one day he was limited. Chris Hogan continues to be out with the arm injury. Brandon Cooks has been hot. Gronk is a big guy. Deion Lewis has looked good. (laughs) Who do you like for the Patriots this week? I think I, I like Cooks and Gronk this week. Okay. Cooks a wide receiver one or wide receiver two this week against the Cooks Bills. a wide receiver one this week. I agree. While while Hogan's out, he's been he's been on fire. Gronk top three tight end. I think Gronk finishes third this week. Yeah, I think it'll be top three. Dion Lewis RB uh, RB fifteen over under. Does he finish higher than that or lower than that? Fifteen lower. You got him finishing worse than fifteenth. Yes. I think I've got him. I think I've got Deion Lewis as a top 15 PPR running back this week. No challenge? Nah. Right. I got him at 16. Okay. I can't challenge that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's close from there. Um, how about the Bills side of the ball real quick? Well, real quick, actually, let's hit on uh, Rex Burkett, James White. Any, anybody uh, stand out for you this week? I do think uh, Burkett's going to have another nice game. I think pretty much Gillis, he's out of the rotation. I think White's pretty much almost out of the rotation as well. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. Yeah, Burkhead's definitely got a, a solidified role there. He's been splitting work, rushing the ball too, man. I think I think Rex Burkhead is going to be a decent flex this week. I can see him getting around, eh, I think around 12 points this week. Yeah, I could see that because he could fill in the end zone again. Yeah, he could. They like to f- focal point him more in the passing game in the red zone. Yeah, they do. Because he can line up in that slot position pretty good. Yep. Moving on to the Bills side of the ball. LaShawn McCoy limited in practice this week. Expect big, you expecting big things from McCoy? He should. He should definitely dominate, especially the backfield, dominate the Pats linebackers. I think mm. Clay's going to have a decent game. I think Tyrod will have a decent game. I think this game's going to be a lot better than people think. I don't think so. You know, I, I read an interesting stat earlier. Brady right? kind of struggles in Buffalo. Uh, maybe sometimes, sometimes. Well, division rivals, sometimes. I, I will say this real quick, though. The stat that I read earlier today, since, I forget which week it was now, but since uh, since the Atlanta Falcons-New England Patriots game, the Patriots have not given up more than 17 points. And the opponents are averaging like 13 and a half, something, or not 13 and a half, I think it was like 15 and a half or something, something stupid like that. So uh, I'm not expecting big things from McCoy. Not in that offense. That offense is limited. If Kevin Benjamin doesn't play, then I'm really concerned about that offense. I think McCoy is definitely going to be a PPR guy that's going to save you there, and I think he's going to get at least six, seven catches for you. Charles Clay, what about him, man? I think Clay is going to get you around 14 points this week. Damn, 14. Yeah. Oh. You want to challenge over 12? Oh, no, I think he'll be right around 12. Tyrod Taylor. I see you fair this week. I think Tyrod Taylor's going to get you around 22 to 24 because garbage points count. I could see that actually. He actually has done that against the Patriots in the past. I wouldn't put it past him, man. I think he could definitely end up around, I think around 22. That sounds pretty good to me. 
Anybody else you want to hit on on Buffalo side of the ball? Um, not really. I think Zay Jones could be a, a decent daily. Other than that, not really. Yeah, I'm not really touching any of those guys. Patriots have been been doing pretty well against receivers of late. Some people might be forced to play Clay, which isn't that bad. But other than that, it's only McCoy. Some people are going to stream Tyrod. Yeah, I think McCoy is going to be – I think he's going to be right around RB 12 to 16. I think he's going to be right in that range there, kind of like Deion Lewis. I just don't think he's going to get much yardage on the ground. I think, I think McCoy outscores Lewis. You want to challenge that? Nope, I don't because I think McCoy is going to catch a ton of passes this week. And Lewis hasn't been catching the ball a lot. He's been running up the middle. Go figure. Who you got in this game, Jeff? I'm actually going to take the Bills plus nine and a half. Mm. I'm taking the Patriots minus nine here. What's your line say? Nine and a half? Oh, no. I, that's, I thought that was the line. I like half points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm taking the Pats minus nine. <laughs> All right. All right. Denver Broncos. One and a half point favorites down in Miami, taking on the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to take Miami in this game plus one and a half. And we don't even know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. Yeah, Jay Cutler's starting. <laughs> no, for the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Paxton, I definitely Lynch. think the Dolphins is a good defense to stream this week. I agree. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. You know who I think is going to have a good week this week for the Broncos is Demarius Thomas. Possibly. We've got to see who the quarterback is. I think it's going to be... I think it's got to be Simeon. They can't bring back shit Wilder over there, man. He's terrible. You don't think they bring Yeah, Osweiler's horrendous. Drake's going to be the feature back. I like Drake. I like Landry this week. Those are the only two guys that play on Dolphin's side. I don't trust Parker. don't trust Dills. But I think Drake could have a nice game being the focal point. I like Landry. They say don't play Landry because Chris Harris is the number one slot guy, but Landry will get his. I agree. You know who else I like for the Dolphins? I like Drake. I think Landry will be okay. I think... Julius I think Thomas, be maybe? A wide receiver, too. What's that? What about Julius Thomas, maybe? That's who I'm thinking. That's who I think is going to be the number one player for the Dolphins this week. Oh, wow. It's a revenge game. Yeah. And Dolphins, I mean, the Broncos struggle against the tight ends. I like it. I like McCoy. Uh, I mean, Thomas. What about uh, Denver side of the ball, man? Anybody you like over there? Emmanuel Sanders probably not going to play in this one. I guess we'd have to play Demarius because he'd be the only guy that you could like pretty much in the world. Yeah, I don't like, like any quarterbacks. I guess Booker could be okay, but I'm just so confused what they're doing with their backfield now. So it's hard to trust any of their backfield guys because even Booker played most of the snaps last week, but what he only got like four or five points that in a PPR league, that's horrendous. Yeah, the only running back I would play if I had to play one and I wouldn't recommend doing only so. only running back in this game you play is Drake. Other than that, don't play any of them. I agree, but if I had to choose one different running back, it would be uh, Devontae Booker, but I would not start Booker having said that. Yeah, Demir, you're right. Demarius Thomas is the only guy worth starting on Denver's side of the ball. And like I said, I do like Kenyon Drake. You could probably play Denver's defense because Color likes to throw picks. Yeah, he does. He'll be good for a couple picks. But Even this could be one of those in. color games where he balls out because it's against Denver. I don't think Cutler's got any more balling out to do in, the, in these days, man. He's, he looks kind of old. Or these, I don't know. He looks kind of old to me. I don't know. Who you got he actually looks the same. <laughs> in the past 10 years he looks exactly the same with that face Those bags, I'm going to take though, the Dolphins minus one and a half plus one and a half for the Dolphins they're, I'll uh, take they're Dolphins underdogs. plus one and a half yeah that's what I meant um, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll just say real quick Jay Cutler with his bags over Zazo man they seem to be getting saggier with those uh, 
expressions he does, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I think I'm going to take... I think I'm taking the Dolphins too, man. I think Julius Thomas has a big game here. I like him for... Uh, I think he's going to get seven catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown on this one. Yeah. I like that stat line. Yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins... I'll even give a score on this one. I think I think Dolphins win this one 24-16. I'll take it. Yep. All right, man, moving on to the next one here. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus one, one-point underdogs on the road, taking on the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Let's start with the – yeah, I'll start with the Bucs real quick, man. Who do you like for the Bucs this week? Famous Jameis is back. I don't play him, but I do think Mike Evans is going to find the end zone this week. Yeah, I think Evans is going to finally score a touchdown here as well. I can't believe he's only got four touchdowns on the year up to this point. Yeah, he's only around 700, 800 yards too. So it's on just... 52% catch rate, man. That's terrible. That's bad. Yeah, good thing Jameis is back. So I think I actually think this is a bounce back game for Braid as well because everybody knows Jameis likes Braid. Look at the stat line. And Fitzpatrick is more of a Howard guy. So I think Howard takes a step back as well. I know a lot of questions we've been getting is do we like Rodgers or Barber better since Martin's out? I'm gonna have to go with Ro- I'm gonna have to go with Rodgers. I'm gonna agree with you on Rodgers as well. Worries me though that backfield. I, I think yeah, I, I think Barber anybody. could get the goal line work, but Rodgers in be- outside in the twenties is gonna be producing, especially PPR. I agree with that. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, any play this week? Nah, I think it's more of an Evan game. I agree. I, I don't know how strong I think James' I Jackson, shoulder is like, right now. for 65 yards this week. Yeah. I, I just don't know if James can push the ball downfield coming back from that shoulder injury, so I'm not going to trust Jackson right now, especially last week of the season. Unless I got nothing to play for, then it then doesn't really effing matter, I guess. How about the Packers side of the ball? Who do you like for the Packers? We got like Adams a lot, right? And Jamal Williams. I think right. those guys are going to be uh, they're later in my bold prediction, but uh, I like those two guys this week, and uh, I think Conley's going to have another decent game. I agree, man. I like Adams Roger a lot this S-like week. like game. I'm not going to go crazy, but I think he could uh, come close to what he did against Pittsburgh last week. I think I like Conley a lot this week as well, especially in daily leagues. I believe, I believe, I'm not positive. I can't remember off top, but I think Hunley might be cheaper than Garoppolo. Which is kind of crazy to me. That'd be a great daily play because then you could get, uh, I think Bell does really good against the Bengals. Oh, if you could pair up, and we'll get to daily plays later on the show, man, but if you can pair up Brett Hundley with Devontae Adams this week, I think you're going to be all right. With a Bell as your number one running back too? It'd be nice. Oh, man. I don't know about Bell. This Bell does great. Night. He averages, I think, 22 or 26 points a game against the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't really doubt him. Because they, uh, usually play, they usually play uh, Brown pretty well. Jordy Nelson start worthy this week. Too hard to trust, to be honest. The only like I said, I, I like Adams and Jamal Williams. They're my only two starters I'm playing on Green Bay. What about what about Aaron Jones if he comes back and plays? I don't think Aaron Jones plays this week. Even if he does, I think it'd be limited. I think Jamal Jamal Williams will have Yeah, Jamal Williams. I feel safe playing Jamal Williams. Yeah, he'll have the featured back role this week for sure. Ty Montgomery is gonna miss this game. So, uh, who you got in this game, man? Who are you taking to win? I'm going to take uh, the Bucks on the road. Oh, wow. Okay. Famous is back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm taking the Packers, man, at home. 
Yeah, I am. I'm taking a minus one. I think they'll win. I think Packers win by like five or six points in this one. That could happen, but I got I I have a. I just feel uh, the Bucks could sneak one this week. Yeah, that would definitely be a, a sneak to me, man. I don't know. Their defense is just. That's got to be one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I know what statistically is, but man. How about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs? No, nah, let's not go there yet. Let's go to the Houston Texans. Plus seven on the road. Let me just say something real quick. Everybody, everybody that's listening, obviously you see we're not giving really point projection. We're giving to play him or not play him because people are in the fight for playoffs. So that's why we're trying to say if you should play him or not. Oh, yeah. This is start him or sit him. That's what uh, we hit I, on the, the That's why we're pretty much doing right? all this all this game day. Yep, yep. Start him, sit him. Final week of the regular season most, in most leagues. So uh, Houston Texans plus seven at the Tennessee Titans. Who you like for the Texans this week, if anybody? Man, I get worried because the Titans actually have a pretty good run defense. And I know we got a lot of questions about Lamar Miller, you know, because uh, obviously we're playing D-Hop. D- He's a uh, matchup proof. So yep. I like Hopkins actually to have a really nice game this week. Um, I think some people are going to have to play Lamar Miller because they have no other choice. I think Lamar Miller's about low in two. Yeah. Flex this week, yeah. Call me crazy, man, but I have Lamar Miller as a top 20 running back. I think he's going to be a mid... Uh, I think I think he'll be a mid RB2, I'll say that. He could be 15 at the highest. Well, some people like you a lot better than me. I just, I'm just not that high in him this week. PPR, man, I think he's going to catch the ball. I think he's going to catch some passes in this one because I expect Tennessee to finally start throwing the ball around, man. they've Marcus Mario has really struggled through the air this year. I think they're going to put it together against that horrendous Houston Texans defense. I agree with you on DeAndre Hopkins. Over or under, or, well, let's see. True or false on this one real quick. DeAndre Hopkins will finish above wide receiver seven this week. True. Ooh. I think I'm going to go false on that one. I think he's a top 10. I don't think he's number, I don't think he's going to finish higher than seven. No challenge on that one? No. Okay. Uh, anybody else, Bruce Ellington, any of these other guys you want to hit on? Or, or nah, I don't think any of them have any value this week. I agree. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ellington and one of these other guys caught a touchdown. Maybe that maybe, uh, maybe Alfred Blue comes in for a play. Who knows? And Rob's Miller, I don't expect that to happen, but hey. Or CJ Fredorowitz. CJ Fredorowitz. Yeah, I could see him getting in the end zone. How about uh, the Titans? Let's start with Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, top 12 quarterback this week against that terrible Texans defense. No, I have Mariota. As my, uh, I have him out of my top 12 this week. I just can't get behind it because he's had week. some great matchups and he just hasn't proved it that he can do anything. I so know. it's hard to get behind him on that. Yeah, the two games that stand out to me a lot was the Browns when they were still the Browns on defense before we actually no- noticed that they had a decent defense. And then the Colts, he struggled, man. Go figure. Good matchups. He kind of struggles. I think he'll be clutch. I think he, I think he's starting to be one of those good NFL quarterbacks, but not good fantasy quarterbacks. Absolutely, that's exactly what he is. I mean, in the red zone, he's money. NFL, yeah, he's a decent NFL quarterback with fantasy. I do like Rashard a lot this week. If Rashard will lead that team in this week, if he plays, you think so? Yeah, I think he's their number one receiver. Challenge flag. I bet Corey Davis is the number one. Receiver for the Titans this week. So you what? So you saying Corey Davis will lead them in receiving yards or points? Fantasy points. And I have the rest of the team. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll give you the rest of the team. I'll yeah. take that. 
in excluding Delaney Walker. If Rashard if Rashard doesn't play, then that doesn't I don't play it. No, nah, all the receiving. Well, receiving you're talking about all. Well, then it, well that well hold no, on hold not on exclusive running backs exclude running backs, but including tight ends. All right, you know what? I'll still take it. I'll still take it. PPR yeah, but if scoring. Rashard's ruled out, then it's I don't challenge it. All right, PPR scoring man. Challenge yeah. accepted. What do you expect for Corey Davis this week? And Rashard Matthews. I know you're high on Matthews. I have uh, I have Rashard around 22 to 24. I have Corey Davis at 16, 14 to 16. Damn, you do have Matthews for a big week. Yeah, over, 100, over 100 I have him. Yeah. Delaney Walker find the end zone? He should. I think he does. Too. I think Delaney I Walker's a top, top six tight end this week. I could see him around six or seven. Yeah, I like Walker this week as well. What about the running backs for the Titans? Anybody liking this one against the... It's just so hard to play these guys. Yeah, it's a tough defense for the Texans. Yeah, especially they have a good run defense. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I just can't wait till DeMarco Murray moves on so we can see Derrick Henry as a feature role. When they when they came out and said that uh, Murray will be the feature role the rest of this year. Do you think Murray's back next year with the te- uh, Titans? No, I don't think so. Not at all. They try to shop him. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back either. I don't know where the hell he's going to end up. I, but it's not going to be in Tennessee. They they just that's just wasting money just to bring him back again. And uh, who do you got in this game? I'm going to take Houston plus seven. I'm going to agree. Tennessee Titans don't blow out Dick. So I think the Texans. I think the Titans will win, but I think it'll be like a four-point game. Yeah, I agree. Four or six-point game. I don't think it, I don't think they win by more than a touchdown, plus an extra point. Uh, what about this one here, man? You got the Colts, nine and a half point underdogs against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Let's start with the Colts real quick. Who do you like for the Colts? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. What about Frank Gore, man? He had a, his best week of the season last week. Nope. Jacksonville's rush defense is their uh, Achilles heel. Okay. If I was to play one person on that team, I'd play Marlon Mack. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, I'm not playing any Colt player. I'm not playing any Colt player either. Yeah, I agree, man. Let's go to the Jacksonville side of the ball. Who don't you like for Jacksonville? The only person I'm going to play is probably Marcus Lee. And uh, Fournette and Jacksonville's defense in this game. Huh. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with those play calls there. How about this one, man? I'm going to just throw this out here for you. You can take it or leave it. Challenge flag. I bet D.D. Westbrook has more fantasy points than Marquise Lee this week. D.D. Westbrook more than Marquise Lee? Yep, yep. Um, I don't know, let me think about that one. Okay. <laughs> what you uh, checking out over there? Marcus Lee's... Uh, oh, no, he's not hurt. I'm not trying to screw you over or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, checking health statuses. Uh, 
I think I only had two targets last week, Marcus Lee. So I'm a Did pass. he really? Yeah, I'll pass on that. Okay. Yeah, Westbrook had like 10 targets last week. Yeah. I was at 46. Hold on. Uh, um. What are you trying to put it on them? Ain't they? Look at this. Another TD. Damn. I like I like D.D. Westbrook a lot this week. I think D.D. Westbrook is going to be... I think he's going to be a wide receiver too this week. I think he's going to have a big game against the Colts. You know he wants a bad man. He's been wanting to show everybody all year what he can do in the regular season based off of what he did in the preseason. I think this is the game for him to do it. I like him a lot. What about Mercedes Lewis? This feels like a touchdown game for him, man. It could, a couple it, weeks. it could be because uh, the Colts' defense is horrendous. But I get worried sometimes Jacksonville plays towards the talent they play against. So I get worried about what kind of game this could be. This could be like a Jacksonville game. Their defense just annihilates them. I think Jacksonville blows them out of the water here. I think Mercedes Lewis... Oh, man, does he score a touchdown? I don't... Oh, man, How about this Mercedes Lewis over under 10 points? I'm going under. Even even if he scores a touchdown, I don't think he's going to get more than a couple of catches. It's risky to play him. I wouldn't play him. Uh, I think he's... Oh, man. You know, he's going to be close. Oh, I want to say he's going to get in the end zone, but I, I can't. I don't feel good about saying that, but I think he could definitely do it. <laughs> but having said that whole thing, man, about him, I'm still not playing Mar- Mar- Mercedes Lewis. What about Jack Doyle real quick, on back on the Colts real quick? Is he worth playing this week? Jack Doyle, actually, I think he would be worth playing because he'll get a lot of uh, looks on catch-up mode. So I think Jack Doyle is actually going to have – I take that back. He, he'd, be a, he'd be somebody I could play on the Colts. I think he'll get you between 9 to 12 points in PPR. Yeah, I think garbage time points. You're right. I think garbage time for him all day. I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Doyle is a high-scoring person on their team. Yeah, man. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. They need to run some bubble screens or something for him. I don't know why the hell Chuck Pagano's dumbass doesn't do that. Cancer saved his job. I know it sounds kind of effed up to say that. He sucks as a coach. Sorry, man. Why doesn't he... I mean, T.Y. Hilton is like Brandon Cooks. Small, shifty, speedy guy. Why the hell don't they run screen passes with him, man? They just keep taking shots like Deshaun Jackson style. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't understand either. Stupid. Yeah. Anyways, who you got in this game? Jacksonville, obviously. Do you think they covered the nine and a half? Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville. I agree. I think Jacksonville wins by like 20 in this one. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We did that one. Kansas City Chiefs. Three and a half point favorites on the road against the New York Jets. Let's start with the Chiefs and the struggling offense that is Alex Smith, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. Ugh, man. Who do you like for the Chiefs? Oh, man. This this game is getting sketchy this this game, I don't know, with the Chiefs. Maybe this is the week the Chiefs turn around because well, they lost five or six. So I'm not sure, really yeah. sure how I feel about Alex Smith, but I think you got, I think they're starting to seed. Like, once again, they haven't featured Kareem Hunt. I think they're, maybe he realized this week, let's feature Kareem Hunt, give him 20, 20 touches. So I think if Kareem Hunt gets over 20 touches, he, he's a top seven running back. If he gets 20 touches in this one, yeah, I think I think top seven's good. I was gonna go say top. Jets three, have a Jets have a good that. run defense, but they yeah, gotta they let him catch the ball in the backfield. He's explosive. Stop doing that in and out with Sharkandra Quest and stuff like that. Give it give me a break. 
You know what I mean? Kelsey should mm-hmm. eat this week. He should uh, dominate that Jets linebacker and secondary. Tyreek Hill, I- I'm not big on him this week, really. I think Tyreek Hill is going to do okay. I think I think he'll get you 13 to 15 in PPR. Kelsey, I think, finds the end zone. I think Hunt finds the end zone finally. Even though Blake Bortles has more rushing touchdowns than he does in the past, like, eight weeks. Since week three, he hasn't found the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, so nine weeks. Damn. Yeah, man. So, it's oh, it's been brutal for Hunt, man. Yeah, Hunt's in a low in RB2 now, I think. I feel like almost. But you, I, I, can't, I can't bench him for somebody else. I'm going to have to ride him out. The upside's just too big. Yeah. Especially He's, in the playoffs. That's, that's what's going to be shitty. Remember in the preseason, I was saying Jay Ajayi is going to be the most frustrating guy to own this year because he's so up and down and consistent. Well, that, now Kareem Hunt is now that guy. You don't, you're not going to feel good about playing Kareem Hunt week 14 of the playoffs in your matchup. Oh, man, that's going to be like, oh, that's going to be a shitty situation. And unfortunately, I'm in that situation in a couple of leagues, three to be exact. Yeah, that's going to be a effing headache. All right, man, how about... um? Well, where do you got Kelsey real quick? Where do you got Kelsey? I got him finding it in the end zone. Where do you got him? Yeah, I got uh, Kelsey around 19 points this week. Okay. Who do you like on the Jets side of the ball, Jeff? I think, uh, do you think Marcus Peters is going to follow uh, Anderson or what do you think is going to happen there? I think so. I don't think they're going to throw Darrell Revis to the Wolves, the Wolves being Anderson. I think Darrell Revis is going to be matched up on Jermaine Curse. I think Curse is going to have a decent, decent game. He went over 100 yards last week. I think he goes six for about seventy, somewhere around there. I don't think. He I think if you have Robbie Anderson, you can't sit him because of his upside. It's too high right now. He's just I balling. Agree. He's balling. Him and McCown are on a different level. I think McCown is a great person to f- play this week too. I agree. That Chief secondary is terrible, with yeah. or without Marcus Peters. Mid Peters is the only guy that can play because they don't have Eric Berry and all the other. And the linebackers are coming. All the other people are out. So, but uh, yeah. That's what I would go with. I think uh, I think Robbie Anderson will get you a nice day. I say start him. The running back situation, I'm going to go Forte over Poil because I don't know what's going on there with those guys. But uh, I think Forte should have a decent game for you. Yep. At, at Forte for about 14. Oh, 14? Damn. I'm fine in the end zone. I, think, I, I don't think Forte is going to be startable this week, man. I think they're going to move away from him. Ah. <sighs> I don't think Powell's worth – I don't think any running back for the Jets is worth starting. I do like Robbie Anderson, though. I think he's going to go for about 19 to 21 points. I could see 80 yards and a touchdown, five, six catches, somewhere on there. What about ASJ? Does he find the end zone this week? I don't know. I can't trust him. He's too up and down. I can't play him either this week, man. The Chiefs have been pretty decent overall against tight ends. I'm not playing ASJ in this week, this week, especially like you said, Robbie Anderson is pretty hot right now. Jermaine Curse, another guy that's pretty hot right now. And McCown has not had eyes for ASJ the last couple weeks like he had for the previous five. Who do you like in this game, Jeff? I'm going to take the Chiefs. Minus a three and a half? Yeah. I think yeah, they're, I think they're yeah. going to – I think just – I don't think Andy Reid can lose that many games. Six out of seven. Uh, Andy Reid is a choke artist, man. But yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to lose that many either. I think the Chiefs do win this. The three and a half is tricky. Um, the Jets have the worst defense in the fourth quarter, I believe the stat line is. They've given up the most points in the fourth quarter. Do you think we see Patrick Mahomes in this game? Either with the with the Chiefs winning or losing? <laughs> no, I don't. I could see him coming in if the Chiefs are up by like 26 with like a minute and 30 left. 
a couple kneel downs maybe, but that's about it. I don't think he's going to come in to replace him. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think they win by more than three and a half. How about the Browns? 14-point underdogs at the L.A. Chargers. You like anybody on the Browns? I, I guess Duke Johnson because I think the Chargers are going to be up on them a lot. It's hard because I think he'll catch the ball, but that front that front four man of the Chargers is going to have a field day. I'm assuming you could take a flower on Gordon. I think he's worth it on daily, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 4,100 on daily, I believe. Yeah, I like Gordon a lot this week. I think it's going to be... Um, That's think, crazy. He hasn't played in two years, three years, and he's more expensive than some receivers. I know. Uh, you know, he hasn't played an NFL game in... Since 2015, right? 2015, I believe, right? Now. Yeah, 2015. No, it's 2015, because remember, he was suspended. 2014 was his big year. 2013 was his rookie year. 2015 was the last year he played when he came back for a couple of games after suspension, remember? And he, did a, he had a couple of decent games, but couldn't find the end zone. But he played last preseason. It looked really good with RG3. Remember that? That's he right. looked good. He looked good in that preseason. Granted, it's preseason. Take it for what it's worth. But I, mean, I still believe in him. He's only 26. I know I wrote him off a few weeks ago. I guess that was bad on me. I'm addicted to the MF, I guess. I don't know. He just intrigues me with his potential. Huge upside. Huge upside. Yeah. It's hard for me to play anybody in the Browns. I don't feel good about Duke in this. Well, no, I think Duke will be okay. I think Cleveland's going to be in catch-up mode the whole game. I don't think Crowell has much value at all in this one. Duke, I could see going for about 13 points in PPR. I think Gordon's going to go over 100, 100 and a touchdown in this one. I just think Kaiser's going to target the hell out of him like Deshaun Watson targets DeAndre Hopkins. That Corey Coleman. Happen. Yeah, Corey Coleman, I think, goes for about 16 to 18. I think he's have a big game. Eight for 80 is what I have met right now. Chargers side of the ball. I think Keenan Allen has a big day t- uh, this week. Keeps it going. Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon scores two touchdowns in this week. No, you know what? Maybe, well, no. Yeah, I think he does. Eckler, I was kind of hoping for one, but I'm not so sure he's going to get one. I think Hunter Henry scores a touchdown. I think, the, I think the Chargers put up at least 35 points in this game. Yeah, I think Philip Rivers is going to be a, a top four quarterback this week. I got him in my top six. I think he's definitely going to be a high QB one this week for sure. I would ask you who you got winning this game, but let me ask you this. Did the Chargers win by more than 14? Yes. I'm going to say they do. I think I'm going to go Cleveland plus 14, man. I think 35-23, something like that. I think Cleveland's going to score some points this week. 35-23. I think Chargers won by 12. Panthers, four-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against division rival the New Orleans Saints. Start with the Panthers. How about your boy Cam? What does he do this week? Cam, the top seven quarterback this week. Top seven quarterback for Cam. Challenge flag. I bet Cam Newton finishes worse than quarterback eight. Below quarterback eight. So eight is a tie. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah. All right. Challenge accepted. All right, what about the running backs? Uh, John the Stewart finally had a little run there, a little... Well, he's played okay. Let's just say that. He's played all right last couple weeks. Christian McCaffrey, you like either one of these guys this week? I like McCaffrey, obviously, a lot more than Stewart because McCaffrey catches the ball. Yeah, he's a yard a yard eater for sure. I'm trying to If think you look, I'm... it looks like the game is starting to slow down a little bit for McCaffrey. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I think this is one of the games where having Olsen there is going to hurt him 
because of the matchup. I could see I could see McCaffrey going for like 12, 13 points, but I don't think he's going to get any more than that this week. I'd say he gets over 13. Challenge flag. You want to challenge that? I'll put the line at 15 if you want to do that. 14. We'll split it in the middle. All right. Yeah, I'll do that, man. 14 points it is, man. If he finishes with more than 14 points, you got the win. If he finishes less, I got it. Challenge accepted. All right, what about the wide receiver, Devin Funches? Any value this week? I like Funches. Keeps it rolling. He's Cam's number one target. You were high on him last week, and you were right, man. What do you got Funches finishing this week? I got him finishing at 19 points, 18-19 this week. Okay. I've been hitting his numbers exactly the past three weeks. Yeah. Greg Olson returns after having a little setback last week in his first game back last week. How do you think Olsen does here? I don't know. I can't trust him. Not after that last week. I think he'll put on his big boy pants and uh, I think he'll score a touchdown this week. Uh, it's hard. That's what she said. Yep. What about the Saints side of the ball, man? Drew Brees, good play this week. I think Drew Brees, he averages like 22 to 26 points a game against them guys and I think he's going to continue that role in, with 25 this week. I think he's going to have to throw this week because with Luke Keekley there, that that Carolina Panthers defense is pretty good against the run. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, man. I got this one pretty low. I don't don't like Drew Brees a lot this week. I think he's outside the top 10. I don't like Mark Ingram this week, man. What do you think about Mark Ingram? I think it's going to be hard for Mark Ingram too as well. I like Kamara more, but I start both. If I have either one, I start both of them. I have Kamara. You got to play both. Of course you play Kamara. Yeah, you got to play both those guys. I just don't think Ingram's going to do well, but you can't you can't bench him because if he does do well, you're going to be kicking yourself in the ass. I have them both find the end zone. I don't think Ingram does. I think Kamara does this week. I think is going to be the highest scoring player in this game this week. Oh, wow. Do you? Yes, I do. I'll challenge that. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Are we excluding quarterbacks or no? You said highest player in the game. It's if it, if, you know if Carolina's Panthers scores more right. points. Challenge flag. I'll, I'll still accept it. Challenge accepted. <laughs> if a quarterback loses this for me, when he pissed. I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I think Kamara's going to kill him PPR. What about Michael Thomas? Been playing pretty well last month. How many points do you have Michael Thomas at this week? I've only got Michael Thomas at 13 points this week. Seven for 60 is what I got him at. Them for 60? Same as Jermaine Curse, yeah. So if he gets the end zone, then it'd be 19. That's more than you think Kamara's going to get. No, I think Kamara's going to be right around 19, 20. Because you said this would be his worst game since AP's trade. And that his worst game was 20. <laughs> you forgot about that earlier in the show, didn't you? Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to have a big game like he has. I don't think he's going to go like RB1, 2, or 3. I just think this is going to be like a... I can see this game being like a 20 to 17, 19, 16, something, something weird. I think this game's going to be like a 38 to 35 game. Could be. If that's the case, it looks like I'll be rolling through with two challenger wins. Breezing oh. through challenges this week. Well, I guess you'll see in 48 hours, just like you told me about 48 hours about Stafford on Thanksgiving, right? You will. 48 <laughs> hours. We'll see. We'll see. Anybody else you want to hit on in this game? Tag in anything? Nah, Ted Ginn gets you about 14 points, I think. Well, 14's pretty good for Ted Ginn. Yeah, no, he catches a lot of inside routes now. I've got him for nine points. Uh, yeah. Nah, he'll get you around 14. Uh, I, I think he's going to be lower than that. 
You don't want to do another one of this game, do you? A challenge for uh, meet in the middle at how about 11 and a half? Nah. Okay. All right, moving on to the... Oh, who do you got winning this game real quick? I'm going to take the Panth... Wait, it's in New Orleans? What's the spread again? Yep. Carolina, four and a half point underdogs against the Saints. Plus four and a half for Carolina. Ooh. I'm going to take Carolina plus four and a half. I agree. I think it's going to be a three-point game. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. Los Angeles Rams, seven-point favorites on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Who do you like for the Rams? I think uh, Goff's going to have a good game. Cooper Cup, good little connection there this week. Cardinals have uh, been a little bit struggling on uh, defense. Yeah. Not yeah. like the Cardinals we've seen the past four or five years. Their defense would be one of the top defenses in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, I like that little combo. I think Watkins gets you around 12 points. I don't feel safe with Watkins this week. I think he could have a big play with a touchdown other than that, nothing. But uh, I think Gurley, Gurley's going to be a top uh, five running back this week. I agree with everything you just said. I think Watkins could have one decent, maybe big play, and that'd be it for him there. I like Cooper Cup to go for nine catches for about, I think I'll get around 80 yards, 17 fantasy points there. I don't think he finds the end zone. Todd Gurley, top five running back. I'm right there with you. I like Jared Goff as well. I think he throws for, I think he throws for two touchdowns. And I think Gurley counts for another two. What about the Cardinals side of the ball? Man. I think just because I think the Rams could jump up on them pretty fast, that it could be a catch-up mode. But have we noticed since Gabbert's been playing, man, it's a trending down for uh, Fitzgerald. I think Fitzgerald's going to have another mediocre day for about, get you around 14 points again, just trending a little bit down because Blaine doesn't look his way that much. I think AP could have a decent day, though, because uh, Rams are not that great on run defense. They're not. I think AP's going to be okay, too. I think AP... I think it really depends if he scores a touchdown or not. Because I think he's going to go for about 70 yards. I can get behind that. As far as Blaine Gabbert, I think he's going to struggle this week. I think he's going to throw two interceptions. There's nobody else in the Cardinals I really like. I don't think Seals Jones is anything. There's nobody else I like on the Cardinals. Nobody else. Me either. Yeah. Who you got winning this game? The Rams. I agree. You think they cover? Yes, sir. You know, I have a bold prediction for this game that we'll get to later. Pretty bold, I think. All right, moving, moving on to the Giants taking on the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Giants plus nine. Is there anybody like on the Giants now that Eli's out and Geno's in? Only person I would take a chance with is Evan Ingram because just because his talent-wise and his targets he's going to get, hopefully Geno just keeps focal pointing. I'm trying to remember when Geno was with the Jets, if he even threw to the tight end. I can't even remember, to be honest. Uh, who the hell was the Jets tight end back then? Wasn't it Kellen Winslow? I think you're right. Yeah, it was Kellen Winslow, wasn't it? I only person I could feel safe playing. Actually, Dark Wall. I could play Dark Wall. I can't. I can't. I could play Ingram. I think Ingram will finish right around tight end 11 this week. Sterling Shepard, I can't trust playing him this week. Now with Geno Smith back there, because who knows what the hell he's going to do. How about the Raiders side of the ball? No Michael Crabtree. He got uh, suspended for... Uh, Beating some MFers, uh, tail man. Yeah, well, not really, but he was fighting. Definitely trying Shane to do his off. thing. I think uh, Lynch is gonna have a nice game for you, and I think Jared Cook could be a top three tight end this week against that Giants D. Damn, man, we're uh, we're right on point here coming up here because yeah, I agree. I think Jared Cook's gonna be a huge, huge play this week in daily. I think he's gonna 
I think I think Jared Cook goes over 85 yards and a touchdown this week. I think he's going to get you about seven, eight catches. I think he's going to go over 100 in a TD. Yeah? Damn, yeah. I thought I was going bold on him. I'll take him out of my bold predictions then. Yeah. Yeah, I had if him. Cooper uh, play, if Cooper plays, I think Cooper could have a good day, but I don't know if he's going to play because he didn't practice yesterday. Yeah, we'll see if he comes. If uh, We'll see the practice report today, and we'll see if he does or not. If Cooper does play, he's got to clear like that protocol. He's got to clear the concussion protocol. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think he's going to clear because he was sleeping on that field. That was a pretty nasty hit. If Cooper do, it does miss, I, I could definitely agree with They're going to lean Cooper. on Marshawn Lynch this week. He's going to have a nice day. This could be his one of his top two games this year. I think Jalen Richard also scores a touchdown. I think he's going to catch some passes this week. Jalen Richard. Will score 14 fantasy points this week, I bet. That could be a possibility. Yeah. Who do you like in this game? Man, how many? It's nine points you game. said? Yeah, nine points. What about Derek Carr? He start worthy this week? Yes, I think he is a start worthy this week. I disagree. Do you really? Who do you like in this game? Other than Jerry Cook and maybe Amari Cooper if he plays. Not really anybody, man. Ingram, tight end 11, I think. That's about it. Um, and what's the spread? Nine? Uh, Giants plus nine. Yep. I'm going to Giants plus nine. Oh, I like Marshawn Lynch. My bad. I forgot to mention him. And I think Jalen Rashard does okay. I, I'm going to take the Giants plus nine. I don't That's kind of too big for me with all these injuries going on here. Plus, that Raiders offense just looks terrible. You want to do a challenge on Derek Carr being a QB1 this week, do you? What is that? Do I want to challenge Derek Carr being a QB1? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, you, I'll challenge you. You think he's going to be one? No, I don't think he's going to be a QB1. Hell no. I didn't say that either. I got. I thought you said that. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't. I think Derek Carr is going to finish right on quarterback nineteen this week. I don't. I don't have any faith. In that I said he. Right you can play him this week. Oh, okay. All right. Moving on to the Sunday night game, man. Which kind of want to see it. It's going to be a shootout, I think. Philadelphia Eagles six point favorites on the road in Seattle. How many times has Seattle been home underdogs? I don't know, but I'm taking Seattle. I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm taking Seattle to win the game. I'm taking Seattle plus six, definitely. I think Seattle's going to win the game too, though, I think. But I'm definitely taking the plus six. Who do you like on Seattle's side of the ball? Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin are going to show up this week and crush people. I agree with you. I agree. I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. Challenge flag. It's up to you, man. I bet, I challenge you that Jimmy Graham has met more fantasy points than Zach Ertz this week. Hmm. So Jimmy Graham's going to have more points than Zach Ertz this week? I'll take that challenge. Okay. Challenge accepted. I like a lot of guys in this game, man. I like Ertz in this game, too. Don't get me wrong. I think Graham scores two touchdowns. I think Baldwin scores one. I think Russell Wilson throws for four touchdowns. I think he's going to be like Ben Roethlisberger last two weeks here. I like Mike Davis in this game. I don't I don't know if he finds the end zone. I think in PPR, man, I think he's going to get you... I think he'll get you around 14 points. No, I can't get behind that. <laughs> no? no? I think he's going to rush for about 75 yards. I think he's going to catch probably about four passes, another 30. I think they're going to feature him this week if, if he's healthy. If he plays and if he's healthy, I'll throw that in there. What about Philly side of the ball, man? Carson Wentz, we got him going this week. I actually think the Eagles struggle a little bit this week. Yeah? 
compared to what they've been doing, putting up all that many 30-plus points. I don't think they're going to get that. I think they're only going to score about 24 points this week. I only have Wentz for a couple touchdowns with uh, Ertz getting one. I have Wentz. I have him throwing three touchdowns. Well, you got one more than me. I have him throwing three. I have him spreading them out too, man. I have one going to Alshon Jeffrey, one going to Nelson Aguilar, one going to Zach Ertz. Very nice. Yeah, what about J.J.? He worth playing this week? No, I don't play him. McGarrett Blunt? Nope. Seattle's run defense is still pretty good. Yes, they are. I'm going to take uh, Seattle plus the points. Yep, same here. Yeah. And like I said, possibly outright as well, but definitely plus the six. How about we get to... Uh, I know you said we would, we would recap the Cowboys game Monday, so but let's just talk about it now. Can you believe the Cowboys won like that? You want to do the recap for the Cowboys? Yeah, we just recap okay. real quick with Morris doing over 100 yards rushing and a TD, and then... Rod Smith finds the end zone, too. Finds zone, too. Des, find, Des Bryant found the end zone. Completely different team, look completely different. Kirk Cousins, three turnovers. You worried about Kirk Cousins going forward or not? Nah, just a, one of those games. No, nah, I think it's one of those games, although I think Washington's front office is rooting against Kirk With this, Cousins. The right way now. Des played, is he worth starting, you think, going forward now? Nope. Yeah, I don't think not so Not until either. Zeke comes back, yeah. I, I know he got fluke. scored around 17 in PPR, but some people might get excited about that, but I'm still worried about that. Yeah, I liked my uh, call of Jason Witten having a good game. Definitely played him in daily this week. But yeah, the Cowboys offense, I was, I was surprised, man, that they put up so many points. I don't I mean, know if they it's because Zach Moore came back tonight. They ran the ball so good, but Morris looked pretty good tonight or last night. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he looked good last night for sure. Anything else you want to hit on that game? Brian Switzer, I think, had a – was it a kick return or punt return? Yep. I can't remember. Nope. <laughs> Crowder, yeah. Crowder fumbled, disappointing. I played Crowder over Dez. <laughs> well, well. Yeah. I'm still going to win, that, though, this week. I'm in first place in that league. Yeah, and nothing else will take away. I mean, I think it was kind of a fluky game. I Dallas got that one with Crowder as my two receiver. I still got that one, two, three punch with uh, Bell, Kamara, and McCaffrey. And then I got Evans. Hopefully he comes back this week. Yeah, we'll see. All right, man, let's get on to this here. Daily Plays of the Week. For God's sake, just give me the damn number! All right, man, Daily Plays of the Week, Week 13. I think, you want me to go first, or you want to go first on this? Oh, I was just going to give you, I think, a great a great quarterback to play bargain is Brett Hundley. Would you, like you said, the stack with Adams, I think that's a great, if you get that going, you can play Bell as a Bell's a must-play. Obviously, yep. he's, he's higher in the salary, but I like Bell a lot. Okay. For me, I, I like the Brett Hundley pick as well. Yep, and Devontae Adams. I like them paired up together this week. I like Josh Gordon as a daily play. Hugh Jackson, I believe in when he says he's going to feed Gordon. I think he's going to. Jordan Howard, Jarek McKinnon, and Leonard Fournette. I, all, I like all three of those guys this week. But see, I'd rather, play, I'd rather play Bell and Julio than having those three guys. I think... Well, I'll get my bold prediction soon, but I think uh, I think I'd rather have Fournette and Howard over. I think Cook is the uh, best best tight end play for money work this week. Yeah, it could be. If you want a really cheap, high potential tight end for this week, I think it's. I think I'm going to go with George Kittle at 2100, just because Garoppolo starting there. And is Kittle really that cheap? Twenty one hundred. It's twenty one hundred this week. Twenty one hundred, twenty seven hundred. I can't remember. But it was, it was something like it was one of those two. Regardless, it's pretty damn cheap. 
He is questionable, but he's expected to play. I think he will. He's got a sore ankle, but I think he's going to be good to go. Well, is there anybody else you want to throw out there? Defenses, obviously the Jacksonville Jaguars, San Diego Chargers, or Los Angeles Chargers probably as well. Yeah, those are definites. Yeah, I agree, man. Start of the week. Give me one guy that's kind of flying under the radar that is a must-play this week, season-long, daily, whatever. Just one guy is just going to go off this week that's kind of flying under the radar. I don't think he's flying under the radar anymore, but I think it's Devontae Adams. Yeah. A lot of people haven't really played him because they're worried about Hundley. And I just think he's going he's gonna to be a, a top, pretty close to a top 10 receiver this week. Oh, I think he will be a top 10 for sure. I think I'm going to go Jarek McKinnon. And let me throw another one out there too. I would say Josh Gordon, but everybody's kind of high on that guy right now. Yeah. Oh, man. How about Marquise Goodwin? I think Goodwin could have a good game as well. There we go. If he plays, I, mean, I think he will. How about your uh, how about your bust bust of the week? Who is everybody high on this, this week? I suppose this segment could be used in more ways than one. My bad, I forgot he was uh, circle jerking over there. I thought the clip was shorter than it was. So, man, give me your bust of the week. Give me a guy that's kind of everybody's kind of high on that you think is going to underperform. Maybe not necessarily bust, but a guy that uh, is not going to do as well as they're expected to do. I'm going to go with uh, Carson Wentz. I like it. I like it. I disagree, but I like it. That's a, a pretty bold call, I think. Well, you have two touchdowns, though. If you had to play one touchdown, like a pick or something, that'd be pretty interesting. For bust of the week, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Julio Jones. I think he's a wide receiver, too, this week. My mind's telling me no. Or play. But my body, my body is telling me yeah. All right, we're pressed for time, so let's kind of run through these. Anybody you want to throw out there? Who's going to be the number one quarterback, number one running back, number one wide receiver, number one tight end for week 13? Number one tight end this week, I think, is going to be Kelsey. Okay. Number one quarterback this week, I think, will be... Off the top of my head, let me see. I had him written down. I can't find my paper. Number one quarterback this week, Russell Wilson. Number one receiver this week is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Number one running back this week will be Bell. All right, I'm going to go number one quarterback. I agree with you, Russell Wilson. Number one running back, I think I'm going to go Todd Gurley this week. And I think Leonard Fournette's going to be close in standard PPR, though, I think Bell is going to be right there at the top. But I think Gurley's going to be number one in both formats. Wide receiver, I'm going to go, man, this is a tough one for me here. I think I'm going to go Keenan Allen. Tight end, I'm going to go Jimmy Graham. You better. You have a challenge on it. Yes, I do. All right, man, here we go. Fire up the prediction machine. Five bold predictions. All right, Jeff, give me five bold predictions for week 13. Devontae Adams with Jamal Williams are top eight at their position. Okay. I have Antonio Brown finishing out of the top 15 at receiver. I have Kareem Hunt 
over 150 total yards in a TD. Okay. I have the Chargers defense as the highest. I can't say the highest defense of this week. Yeah, the highest defense because there's some good good matchups. I, okay, the Chargers defense will score another touchdown. And I have Christian McCaffrey out of the top 20. PPR. Oh, I like it. I like it. For me, I have Tavon Austin finding the end zone this week. That's uh, When's the last time he found the end zone? I don't even know. I think he did like week two or something. But man, it's been a while. I think he scores this week. Brett Hundley has a top seven fantasy quarterback. Antonio Brown, I have as wide receiver 23. I was kind of pissed that you mentioned Brown because I was thinking that too. He had 60 yards receiving last time. Ben Roethlisberger will throw more interceptions than touchdowns this week. <laughs> I got him going one touchdown, two picks. My number five, D.D. Westbrook will finish. Do I want to go higher, more bold than I was going? All right, currently I have him as wide receiver 15. I think D.D. Westbrook will be a top 13 wide receiver. How about that? This week. That's pretty damn bold. I think it's unlikely, but it's bold. When you get 10 targets, you can make anything happen. Yep, yep, man. All right, we got uh, we just got a few mailbag questions, man. Then we're getting the hell out of here, man. We're running late here. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Oh, shit, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. I got boxes full of... They've been asking for their mail. It's all they're talking about up there. All right, man. Number one, we're going to fly through these here. What's your confidence level in playing Josh Gordon this week? Jacob in Fredericksburg, Virginia, I believe. Um, It says VS, but yeah. Five out of a ten. I'm going to say 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on him this year. I think they're going to feed him, like I said. All right, next one. Start Lamar Miller, Frank Gore, Jamal Williams, or McKinnon. Pick two. Sean in Long Beach, California. Williams and McKinnon. I agree. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I don't agree. Lamar Miller, Jarek McKinnon for me. Number three, start Matt Ryan versus Minnesota or Jimmy Garoppolo against the Chicago Bears. Matt Diane. Ryan. Matt Ryan and Helena, Montana. Matt Ryan at home? Yep. This is tough. I both. I'm going to go Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Matt Ryan struggles against against that uh, Vikings defense. All right. Better play this week. Corey Davis. You want to challenge that? Uh, You know what? Yeah. Yeah. F it. Challenge flag. I bet I challenge that Matt Ryan has less fantasy points than Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All right, man, moving on. Better play this week. Corey Davis, T.Y. Hilton, or Marquise Lee, Brock in Pensacola, Florida? Hmm. Marquise Lee. I'm going Corey Davis. I like him a lot this week. Next one. Should I start Austin, Safarian Jenkins, or Greg Olson, Scott, in Milford, Connecticut? Uh, I'd rather not start either, but Olson has a higher upside. I'm starting Olson too. I'm kind of down ASJ for this week. If Doug Martin misses this week, which I think he will, who's the better play, Peyton Barber or Jaquiz Rogers? Dave in Akron, Ohio. Rogers. PPR, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I think Rodgers as well. 
Next one is Austin Eckler. A good start this week. Jamie in Fort Collins, Colorado. I think he's definitely earned a flex position. Yeah, he's a flex starter this week as well. I think he's going to get you at least 10 points, I think. If they jump out on the, the Browns, they're going to use Eckler and give Gordon for rest. Yeah, yeah, because Gordon's been wearing down a little bit, man. All right, this is the last one here. What are your thoughts about teams out of the fantasy playoffs adding players to their roster? There's a guy who was in eighth place who has absolutely no shot at the playoffs, yet he added Josh Gordon. Rich in Harleysville, Pennsylvania. What's your thoughts on that? I love it. You play to win the game. You damn right you do. Hey, his money's as good as everybody else's money. It's a whole season, man. Season long. That's why they call it season long fantasy. And you know what? Go pick up Josh Gordon, man. If you don't have the waiver wire priority to, to pick up Gordon ahead of this this guy over here, man, just, uh, hey, suck it up. Pick, some, pick up somebody else. Stop your bitching. And just play the damn game. You play to win the game. That's right. Herman Edwards might be moving on, man. Might be leaving ESPN. I don't know. For Arizona State, I believe, right? For college coaching job yeah. there, possibly? Yeah. All right, man, anything you want to say before we get out of here? Good luck for your push for the playoffs. Absolutely, man. Good luck to everybody out there in Week 13. Good luck on the standings. May the fantasy guys bless your ass to the fantasy playoffs. We will see you guys on Monday for the recap show. See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios. Oh.